The important lesson to understand is when you start doing what's best for you, when you start doing what's right for you, you're going to realize very quickly that there are some people who are going to cheer you on and there are other people who are going to try to stop you from doing it. People who don't want to see you win, people who don't want what's best for you, it's subconscious. What if you are subconsciously so jealous of someone else that you actually don't want what's best for them? Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, number 1201, Do You Deserve to be happy. Today, for episode number 1202, the four types of relationships you need to know. I said something very interesting to Taryn the other day. We obviously spent a lot of time with family over the holiday weekend, and it's different how some people, they want you to do something that they want you to do because they want you to do it, not necessarily because you want to do it. It's just, it was interesting, Alan, going from one family to another family to extended family and just seeing how different people operate and their expectations of you. We were at my mom and grandmother's and we were talking about kids for some reason. I don't know what we were talking about, but I told my mom and grandmother, I said, I don't know, Taryn and I haven't really decided, but I, I don't think we're going to have our own children. Maybe one day we'll adopt or something, but I don't, we're 99.999% sure we're not going to have our own children. And my grandmother said to my mom, uh, aren't you sad that you're not going to have grandbabies? And my mom said, no, I, I don't care. I want what's best for Kev. Like, the, the last thing I want Kevin to do is have, have children, Kevin and Taryn, have children that they have to take care of for 18 years plus more just so I can have the, the happiness of having a grandchild. She said that would be, be pretty selfish of me. So that made me think of this episode because there's a lot of people out there that they might say, well, no, I want my my son or daughter to have a a child so I can have a grandchild. And that might be the thing, that might be the pressure, that might be something that they're putting on them. So there's four types of relationships you need to know. Alan taught me number four. So number one, people who don't want what's best for you. They just, they don't want what's best for you. Maybe they're wishing you harm, maybe they're wishing you bad luck, maybe they're sabotaging you, whatever it may be. They do not want what's best for you. The second type of person is somebody who does want what's best for you. Maybe they're supporting you, maybe they're pouring into your cup, maybe they're sending you good vibes, whatever it is. The third type is somebody who just doesn't care. Right? There are people out there that just aren't super invested in your success, your growth, your happiness, your fulfillment, whatever it may be. And the last one that Alan really helped me understand is, and I think this is the ideal one, the relationships that have the people in them that want what is best for you regardless of themselves. So the, re the other reason I wanted to do this, we were leaving somebody's house this, this holiday weekend, the past holiday weekend, and somebody said to us, hey, I know you guys are supposed to come over tomorrow, but just do what's best for you. 
And that was really telling for me because they weren't saying, hey, you need to be here. Hey, if you're not here, it's going to look bad. We're going to be upset. They literally said, hey, just do what's best for you. And that's literally them saying, we want you to do what's best for you regardless of us. If you're not here, we'll miss you, but we completely understand. So I thought it would be a good way to kind of categorize your relationships to figure out, okay, how many people are in this bucket? How many people are in this bucket? At the end of the day, awareness is a superpower. Kev. Uh, yes, Alan. <laughs> what's up, man? <laughs> very, very important, especially coming off the holidays. And coaching as many people as I have, I, I tallied it up recently. 3,500 I'm coming up on in terms Damn. of one-on-one, one-hour coaching sessions. Some were a half hour. Most of them are an hour or more because I tend to go over. As we know, it's not uh, it's not unknown that I'm not great with time. <laughs> but anyways, so having been on the phone and having deep conversations with that many people that many times, 3,500 is a lot, you come to realize that the there's no one that I'm aware of that doesn't have this issue to some extent where they have people in all of those buckets, but most of the time their friends and family are in one of those first three buckets. Very rarely does someone have everyone in that fourth bucket of wanting what's best for you regardless of themselves. And so the first bucket is people who actually don't want what's best for you. And remember, this is the other important piece. This is all subconscious. The people who are sabotaging you, think of, think of, uh, we, we had next of a hope foundation event. Okay. And there was little kids. There was like 15, I think kids. And we were playing basketball with them. Some of the kids, there's one kid, uh, his name's Brian, my favorite of all of them. He just, just an awesome kid. I played ball with him a bunch, just a really humble, good kid. And like awesome at basketball too. Favorite sport. He's just a great kid. No ego, not trying to sabotage anyone else, not trying to put anyone else down. If anything, probably has been put down. He's a good looking little kid too. Like just an awesome little kid. And so he's got a kind heart. I can feel it. I can tell. I'm like, this is a giver. I know this person. This person's great. Big fan. I spent a lot of time with him. And when you watch the other kids, you can tell not everyone's like that. And this is nothing against the kids. This is just, there's some kids that pick on other kids. There's some kids that bully other kids because they're bigger. There's some kids that are smaller and docile. And you kind of watch this happening. And then what you realize, if you're really paying attention, is that adults do the same thing, just more subtly. They do the same social dynamic crap that little kids do. Kids are just more obvious about it. They make fun of each other. They're very brutal on each other, some of them. One, one of the kids that playing basketball, we had this little hoop. We were all playing ball, played four on four. And one of the kids is just taller and bigger than everybody else. His name was Charlie. And Charlie would just dunk on everybody. But one of the younger kids, littler kids, would like, you know, kind of foul him on purpose and all kinds of stuff. And they'd make fun of each other, little jabs here and there, blah, blah, blah. Here's the thing, the first bucket. People who don't want to see you win, people who don't want what's best for you, it's subconscious. What if you are subconsciously so jealous of someone else that you actually don't want what's best for them? I was on the phone recently with a with a person that I coach and she's an unbelievably bright light. She's beautiful. She's intelligent. She's ridiculously hardworking, big fan. And a lot of people look at her and think she has everything. She's had everything handed to her. 
a lot of people look at her and think, oh, like must be nice, must be nice to be so pretty and so hardworking and so awesome. And they treat her like crap. Like a lot of people treat her like crap. You know why? They're jealous. Deep, deep, deep down, it's just like that kid who's bigger than everyone else on the basketball court and everyone's fouling him. And I don't know if you remember Charlie. Charlie's a really good kid. He was so yep. kind, mm-hmm. but he was way bigger than all the other kids. Luckily, he wasn't a bully because if he was, he could have easily, you know, bullied them around because he was twice their size. So we all develop these personalities, right? These types. You know, some of us want what's best for everybody. Some of us, you know, un- unintentionally, subconsciously are so, so not believing in ourselves and so ashamed of ourselves or so, so in a dark place that we actually, we actually want other people to be worse. We actually don't want to see other people succeed. You know, if you've ever had that friend that was like out chasing their dreams and on some deep level, you like didn't want to see them win because you'd be so inadequate or you'd feel bad about yourself. At the end of the day, that's all it comes down to. You feel bad about self. So I didn't always know this, Kev, but it all comes down to self-belief and self-worth. If you have level 10 self-belief and level 10 self-worth, you will always be in that fourth bucket. Subconsciously. Subconsciously, if you have level 10 self-belief and level 10 self-worth, you will be in the fourth bucket where you genuinely, wholeheartedly want what's best for others regardless of yourself. Because why? You're in abundance. You live in a world of more than enough. You know your value and you believe in yourself. So you're not running around concerned about other people being worse. There's two ways to have the tallest building. Tony Robbins talks about this all the time. You can go build your own building or you can tear everyone else's building down. Which one takes less time, less effort, less intelligence, less resources, less, right? The tearing other people down is just easier. If you want to feel big, you can go get better and bigger or you can tear everyone else down. And unfortunately, most people subconsciously are doing that. And that's in my early 30s, coming into my mid-30s here, that has been devastating for me. I've started to really see that that's happening all the time, way more than I ever thought. And at the end of the day, I had one one time in my life where I tore others down, one I can think of. I've told you the story about Josh. Uh, there was a kid named Josh, Kevin and I both knew him, and it was in elementary school. And I don't know what I was going through at the time. I know it wasn't good. But for whatever reason, every recess, I would bully this kid. He was so much littler than me, and I used to, like, trip him during recess. And this was the one, it was like a two-month phase or month phase, I forget how long, where I would be such a bully. I was so mean to Josh. And after that, I just stopped. I was like, I'm never doing that again. I don't know what happened. I don't know what clicked in me. But ever since then, I always wanted what was best for everybody. Because I just didn't want to be that. So maybe I outgrew that thing, you know, early on. Maybe I have self-belief and that's why I want to believe in everyone and I want to see everyone win. I really want to see everyone win, genuinely. That's why Kevin said that I came up with the uh, fourth one. I didn't come up with it, but I was talking to Kevin a while ago about wanting what's best for others regardless of yourself and how important that is. And people say, treat others the way you want to be treated. I always said, treat others even better than you want to be treated. And I've now come to realize the long-term detriments of that, by the way, because then you end up disrespected even though you're so respectful to everyone else. And Kevin even said, like, you don't realize it, Alan, but those kids were making fun of you and you want to believe they're so good that they wouldn't do that that you don't even notice they're making fun of you. And Emilia's witness to the same thing, where I was getting bullied and didn't even know it. And what's interesting is when you're bullied and you don't fight back, the bully keeps bullying. 
And so now I'm more aware of it. I'm unhoodwinked is what I call it. And now I'm willing to really be like, yo, <laughs> uh, you know, it's interesting. So if you're out there watching or listening to this, this is happening to you, whether you know it or not. Definitely. More than you think, particularly if you listen to this show. You have big goals and dreams and you have self-belief and you have self-worth and you you want to do positive things in the world and you want to believe the world is good. You want to believe everyone wants to see you win. When deep, deep, deep down, they do not. Most of them, not most of them, a lot of them do not because they feel so damn inadequate and they live in so much fear and they live in so much low self-worth and low self-belief, particularly low self-belief, that they don't want to see you win because if you win, you leave. And if you leave, they're alone. And so, yeah, this gets me fired up, brother. I'm writing an article on it right now. And we all have a villain inside of us. We all have an ego. And some people are living in their egos and they are tearing you down more than you think. And I witnessed this with past girlfriends. Um, I witnessed them and their aunts criticizing. I remember I had this one person I was dating and Every single time her aunts and her mom saw her, they would say, oh, I don't like those earrings. Oh, I don't like those earrings. And I remember I, I pulled her aside. I said, sweetheart, you are beautiful. Do you think they could ever say anything about how gorgeous you are? Considering you're the, one of the most attractive people I've ever met in my entire life. But all they do is just tear you down every time they see you. Mm-hmm. I hate it, man. I, I can't stand people who tear people down. I've always hated that. And so... You know, that is what's happening. That's bucket number one. And more people are in that bucket than you think. And I want to wake everyone up to that. I'm Derek Smith. And I just wanted to talk to you real quick about group coaching. I found it to be very beneficial. The biggest thing that I got from it was definitely the tap out and keeping track of the daily habits. It's much easier to get these priorities done when it's scheduled. That way you know that you're doing them first compared to trying to fit them in later. So scheduling it and getting that done first and then having something accountable every single day to do those was definitely beneficial. So if you're thinking about giving group coaching a chance, you should definitely do it. It's interesting. I think you're in a lot of people treat you that way. Genuinely. And I've noticed that since, since the beginning, there's a lot of people that don't want what's best for you. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because they, they don't think you need the support. They don't think you need the belief or whatever it may be. But I've recognized that over the last, I don't know, we've been working together for like six years, which is wild. But I've recognized that. I don't know that. what that is, Kev. I think I've, it's I've when, always felt that way. When you have so much belief, it's like you don't need mine. I think that's part of it. Yeah. Almost, and, and almost if if it does seem arrogant, we were talking, Alan and I were talking about this the other day where we were in high school together and we played football. And we were just being, you know, we were just being ego, ego driven young men. And I don't know if we had an argument or whatever, but it was one of those things where it was like, Alan and I, Alan, if we're, if you and I fight, like I'm going to beat the brakes off you. I know you think you're the man, but I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm the man. (laughs) I'm the man. I know you think you are, but I'm sure there was a part of me that probably was like, this kid is so arrogant. Like screw him, screw him. But, and I think that's why I probably have, and it's interesting you and I are just opposites in so many ways. I think I have been kind of the underdog that people wanted to root for. Yeah. Because I didn't, I don't believe in myself. Yeah. That's not intimidating. That's not a mirror. There's one more piece of this too. Uh, This person I was talking to who's, who's beautiful and intelligent and athletic and hardworking. She had a really toxic relationship with one of her coaches in a sport that she was playing. 
And I asked her, like, what do you think that was? And she said, well, honestly, um, there was three other, two other girls, me and two other girls got this same treatment, a coach that was just berating her and like really mean, like saying horrible things and all that kind of stuff. We, we, we dug into it and it ended up being racism. Mm. We think it was very racism because this person, um, she, she appears to have it all from the outside. She's, she's, and, and the coach was a different race. And I think that coach hated her race. Oh, pretty white girl problem, like that kind of thing. And and again, I don't want to get into that, but Kev, I do think there's some of this too, and I could be wrong about this, but I don't exactly look like someone who's an un, who's an underdog. Yeah. And I think that's a piece of it too. And, but here's the thing, no one knows my past. No one knows what I came from and no one knows and I think that's the important lesson is like just because someone appears to have it all does not mean they do. And that doesn't give you the right to be disrespectful. I've always felt a little bit like treat mistreated, mm. but, but it was never anything I could really point to. And now it's very clear. I'm 34 now. Now it's very obvious when people, because before I think I used to be so used to it that I didn't notice. Yeah. And now it's just kind of obvious to me. Um, thanks to Emilia. Thanks to you. Thanks to you guys calling it out and real, you know, realizing it and, helping me realize it more importantly. But if you're out there and you're being disrespected, you might be so used to being disrespected that you don't even notice it. And, and Emilia told me this one time, she said, literally I witnessed your friends and family make fun of you. And then you joined them in making fun of you. And you're 100 times the person they are. Mm -hmm. And I'm never watching that again. And it's like, honestly, that was nothing. That was nothing compared to what I've been through. But that's the thing. My Richter scale's all messed up. Yeah. You know, and I and I think that there's something about human beings where they have to test it. It's like if, if this kid is so, you know, great or believes in himself or whatever, they have to like, it's like the, people have to test it, see if it's real. And I think that because I was so, I didn't want to be disrespectful. I didn't want to be a bully. I don't think I was willing to swing back. And I got bullied a lot in high school too. Um... And even, even later on when I'm twice those bullies size and I run into them, like I easily could be like, you know what, man, you were terrible to me. And honestly, I, sh I should shove you in the locker. I should throw you against the wall right now and beat the shit out of you. I should have, but I won't do it. It's not, that's not being the bigger person. You know, I easily could, I easily could, but I'm not going to do that because that's not who I am, you know? So if you've ever been bullied, just just understand you're probably still being bullied under the radar. That's all I'll say is people are subtle with this. They're real good with this little, this little game. You know, they, they want to make it look like kindness or look like generosity or look like giving when in reality, they're, they're trying to control you at the NLU team. I'll just share this. Everyone on the NLU team is growing rapidly. They're growing exponentially. And a lot of them are having a really hard time with their friends and family, their old friends and their family. And it's like, what a coincidence. We're all going through and growing through the same thing. You know what it is? You're actually not complying. You're actually growing and you're actually making your own choices and you're actually deciding, no, I don't want to do that or that or that. And they're realizing that the people who they thought loved them for them and wanted to see them win and wanted to see what's best for them really don't. And that's hard to see. That's a hard mirror to see, but it is a real mirror. And that's what growing up is about. Growing up is seeing the truth, the good, the bad, and the ugly truth. 
And when you do see it, you are free from it. And I'm grateful that you brought that up, Kev, because I don't want to make it about me, but I do want to make it about if other people feel like they're being bullied or mistreated, I want you to recognize it and I want you to sail away. That's what I've done. I've just sailed away. All right. You want to make fun of me? You want to make fun of my dreams? Like, you want to make fun of me for, oh, you know, you're a bodybuilder now? Like, okay, fine. Take care. Good luck. Good luck. And Kev, I know your internet is (laughs) messing up wildly. No worries. So for the listeners, if I'm speaking a little more on this one than usual, it's because I see I see pixelated versions of Kevin right now. Um, but yeah, brother, this one this one hit home for me and got me emotional because I am done being disrespected and and I'm not going to disrespect anyone else either. And that's the thing I want to stay centered. I want to yeah I'll I'll defend myself, but I'm not going to like I don't if it's an eye for an eye, we all go blind, and that's not what I want to do. Um, but I want to, I want to help people improve the people that are ready and eager and, and willing to improve. I'm here, but I'm not ever going to be disrespected again. I'm done with that. That, that, that's, that's all done. That's, that's an old, that's an old version. This is the lesson. And yeah, I know my Wi-Fi is Jeffin, but again, audio will always be good because we're native. The important lesson to understand is when you start doing what's best for you, when you start doing what's right for you you're going to realize very quickly that there are some people who are going to cheer you on and there are other people who are going to try to stop you from doing it. It's it's very interesting. Uh, I don't know if this is normal, but I'm convinced that Ace, one of our cats, is a genius. I just think he is. He knows <laughs> that Fudge isn't supposed to do certain things and he tries to stop him from doing them. Like he literally grabs the back of his neck and is like, hey, do, don't do that. Like you're going to get in trouble if you do that. He's He knows. Very smart. But he wants what's best for fudge and sometimes regardless of himself because i have to regardless of himself because i have to go pull him off sometimes because he's like hanging on to his neck but he's not doing it to be mean he's doing it because he doesn't want fudge to get hurt right so that's just an interesting anytime i can attach cats to a story i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it and that's a good lesson too kev i know we gotta jump that's a good lesson too because what if ace is doing what's best for Fudge, but Fudge doesn't know it, and Fudge thinks that Ace is taking the wind out of his sails. Yep. And that's what could be happening too, but here's the problem. What if Ace is actually wrong and holding Fudge back, and Fudge actually could do these things? I know Fudge I broke tell his hip, so... I tell Fudge, I say, dude, you got this, man. You got this, exactly. Got this, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got this, brother. You got and this. And so you do not have to be who other people want you to be, and you do not have to do what other people want you to do. But just understand that some people are trying to actually do what's best for you, but it's based on what they believe is best and not necessarily the inherent truth of what actually is best, right? Yep. So this is a this is a powerful topic, and um, I'm grateful you you brought this in, Kev. This is a good one. I try to, you know, I'm, there's a lot of episodes to come up with. Seven episodes a week is a lot to come up with, so I try to figure out, again, what's going on in my life, what's going on in clients' life, what, what am I noticing? And I get, my goal is always to connect with you if you're listening. Maybe you're not going through this. Maybe you've gone through this. Maybe you're going to go through this. But I want it to be a resource for you when you can check back and say, oh, yeah, 1,202. I remember that one. So that is always the goal, and I appreciate the kind words. Next, Level Nation, if you are listening to this, it is Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Three days from today, our ninth round of group coaching starts. We are more than halfway filled up, so it might already be full, but please check on the website because if the landing page is still up, and it allows you to check it out. That means there's still availability. Please join us if you want to start the year off right with momentum, with consistency, with community as the best version of yourself. Link is in the show notes. If the group does fully fill up, it will no longer be available on the website. So if it is available, 
book it immediately because there might only be a couple spots left. For all we know, there could only be one left. We already have it more than half full. So please join that. Also, next Thursday, or in this case, this Thursday, we are setting people up for success in 2023 by helping people set clear goals that actually build belief. We think that a lot of people, and it's going to start with self-awareness. It's going to be like, okay, listen, we're all here. This is private. Let's sit here. Let's do some contemplation. Where are you at with your self-belief? Where are you at with your self-worth? And then based on that self-assessment, we're going to decide what size goals and what time perspective makes sense for you. Some people set goals that are so big, they crush their self-esteem. Other people set goals that are so small, they don't ignite their passion, right? We want to set the right amount of goals in the right size, in the right way in 2023 if we want to build our belief. January 5th, 2023 starts at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. By the way, Kev, I got some feedback recently from a listener of the show that said, I love the plugs because they're always different. Hmm. So let's keep mixing it up, you know? Mix it up. And I also got feedback that said, you guys... I'm telling you, there's a little energy shift when you're plugging so you don't believe in your stuff enough. The monthly meetup, group coaching, it will change your life. We would be doing you a disservice if we didn't tell you that. We've seen it time and time and time and time again. You're never going to regret the time, the effort, and the money you invest in yourself. That's going to change your life. So we hope you join us, and uh, thank you for listening. And that is free. The meetup is always free. So that is another beautiful thing. If you do not have the financial means for group coaching, please join the meetup. Even if you're going to sign up for group coaching, please join the meetup. The more, the merrier when it comes to self-improvement. That's why we do an episode every day, because if we talk about growth every day, we can be in your pocket every single day. So, and whoever said that, thank you for the feedback. We will get better because that is always the only option. For sure. (laughs) It is always the only option. Next level nation tomorrow for episode number... 1,203. Sometimes the right thing and the hard thing are the same thing. Ooh, that's another book title. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. And we will see you at the next level. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.